You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It was kind of like I was walking around in a nightmare. You know, at first I, I had I panicked a at first. To you. I panicked at first on the way down, and then you know, once I once I was parked and once I got out, I realized like. Okay, this is what life is like now. This is who I am. No, this is what life was like the majority of your life. Well, I know, but it's it's different now. And I was walking around, though, and then I was looking at everybody else, and it was like I woke up from my nightmare. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is what I look like. What are these people doing? And then I felt like I was in a Black Mirror episode. It was a really, really conflicting wow, about— Wow, you just went, like, really dark really quick. It was a really conflicting half hour. I'm just, I'll have to explain. I'm really jealous that that's the worst thing that's happened to your day. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's the worst thing that's happened to my day. It's just that's what the experience was. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. It's normally at this point that I would tell everybody uh, how thankful we are here at Fun Employment Radio that you go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on the Amazon link at the top of the page. But that's I'm oh, not yes. going to talk about Amazon today, even though you can go to our website and click on that. I want to talk about another wonderful thing that you can click on, Sarah. You know, have you ever uh, been on vacation, Sarah? <laughs> no, never, Greg. Well, what I, is that? <laughs> let me tell you the best way to go on vacation or plan your business travels. It's this way. This is what we have discovered Gosh, through just, uh, so good at these travel engineers contacted us, and we spent hours and hours researching this, and we discovered that going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Expedia link oh, at the bottom boy. of the page is the best way to plan all of your work travels and uh, and your vacation needs. Say you just want to, like, hey, I want to get out of town this weekend. I'm going to take a flight to New Mexico, and I'm going to go stay in a hotel there. It's random. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's where you want to go. I mean, I'm Can not going to judge. other than New Mexico? No, it's pretty much got to be New Mexico. That's, 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 that's the only place that they fly. I mean, there yeah. are other places, but really, where else would anybody so want to go? Only if you are wanting to travel to New Mexico. Well, you can go other go places. Go and click on that Expedia link. If, if you want to go other places, that is fine, too. You can go other places. I just don't see why anybody would want to. But, um, yes, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Expedia link. It's a great, great thing to do. Wow, that was 100% great. Well, we're working out it out. Expedia is a new one. we gotta work those. We got to work those in. Uh, we got the New Mexico crowd, though. All right, so, yes, go there. Click on, click on the Expedia link. It's awesome. Um, coming up on today's show, we are going to be joined by... A super secret guest. Yes. A super secret guest will be joining us here in was, just a uh, little bit. It was their super secret birthday the other day, too. It was a super secret birthday yesterday, and a super secret guest will be joining us. Before that happens, we're also going to be playing our interview with Miss Jackie Cation. Jackie, who's been on the show many times before. Mm. Uh, we Host uh, of the Dork Forest podcast. Yep. Uh, she's been in town for Bridgetown many times. She's great. Yeah, she is. She's wonderful. And we spoke with her yesterday in a phone interview talking about our new album. So we'll be playing that. And here. it was a great interview. It might sound a little clunky at times because it's hard. Like when you're doing a phone interview, sometimes there's a little bit of a delay. But it was. Yeah. But she was a delight. It was wonderful. She's great. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be playing that here in just a bit, too. But to explain what happened today. I just I need to I need to recount what it is that 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 happened to me today and what went on when I was on my way driving this morning on my way downtown to go to uh, the first job of the day about 15 minutes into that drive too far too far to turn around to go back. Oh boy. I realized something while I was sitting at a stoplight when I instinctively reached over to 
check and see if anybody had emailed me in the last 15 minutes, I realized... Oh, my God. I had left my phone at home, or so I thought. I looked around. I was frantic. Spoiler alert. I was frantic. Well, I I can explain it here in a second, but I was frantic, and I could not find my phone, and it was... It was awful. And, uh, oh my gosh. But I Greg, couldn't. T- <laughs> awful. <laughs> no, really? it was weird. I'm so used to having my phone and I'm realizing what a problem I have. No, so, you on do the way have down, a problem. I've talked to you about this. It's... I know. And I realize that I'm working on it. But as I was driving Are you down, because though, you're describing uh, not having your phone this within is... arm's reach for a minute. It's yeah. Awful. I know. And that's why, that's why I'm realizing, you know, it was a beneficial thing. It was painful. But I had to go through this today. On the drive down, I did not have my phone and I could not turn around and go get my phone. And I was going to be going to an office where I was going to be for three hours and coming here. Actually, realistically, I wouldn't have been able to go and get it until later this afternoon. That's the last time. Oh that's when I would have been able. And so I had to go through that in my mind, you know, the panic. And then the acceptance of, okay, this is what it's going to be. I won't have my phone on me at all times. And when I got down there and I parked, it, <laughs> I was just looking at the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, where Eddie just said freaking out about not having your phone is so basic. That is so basic. It is very basic. And I got down to the uh, to the tower where I, where I go downtown at, and you know I've got to walk through a whole bunch of it. Um, to uh, to get to an elevator, blah blah blah. I got to walk through this building for a while, and I usually do that. I've realized now, looking down at my phone, walking ahead. You walk through life looking down at your phone. Amazingly, not running into anything most of the time. Uh, at least not in that building. Not all the time. Some, no, I've that's hit a what, chair. You're a wonderful person, but I can't tell you how irritating it is to try and have a conversation with someone who never looks up. Well, I mean. I've got to start balancing my email better. That I that I realize because I still don't even get back to everything. But uh, but I, I this is this is helping. I'm trying to explain something. You should be happy. I went through this. Because you should you're be happy. Come out on the other side, not staring at your phone as much. That's exactly what I'm trying to get to. What? Like you're not encouraging right now. You're just shoving down. I you're not I've trying tried to... to be so positive about it, and it just keeps making it worse. Like the more tasks you take on, the more games you discover, the more emails. Well, it's not you really write. games that I'm doing during the day. That 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 I don't play. That's at night. That's when I should put it off at night. What? I'm not playing any game right now. Why are you looking over here? No, I was just seeing if you were holding onto your phone. I'm not holding on my phone. Are. Look at that. It's out of arm's reach. I'm putting it away. I'm putting it. It's out of out of my arm's reach. I don't even know what's going on on that. Okay. Could be a a thousand things that could have just been emailed to me, and I wouldn't even know because I'm not looking at it. So this was how strong I became walking through. <laughs> no, it, but seriously, what it was weird walking through. As like my normal routine, I realized I am always on that phone walking through this building. And I looked up and around, and everybody around me, because I never pay attention to any of the other people in there, because I don't, I don't know any of them. There's people going to other offices. And I would say over half of the people there were on their phones doing that exact same thing, just looking down, walking Oh, with it's depressing. Like, no, it totally I hope you was. you look at people with envy. I hope you're just like, that's sad. No, no. I was looking around and like, oh, my God. I purposely like leave my phone. Like if I'm in a coffee shop or something or even on the bus sometimes, I just kind of – like people aren't in the moment at all anymore. Like yeah. I was just staring at that little thing. No, and I – and this is what I'm saying. This is why there's a positive at the end of this. I mean it did kind of feel like I was in a Black Mirror episode for a second because I was looking around. I'm like, oh my god. Everybody's on their phone. Why am I not on my phone? What's happening to me? This feels weird. Like it felt weird. And then I realized, oh, that was me disconnecting for a minute. And and I walked through and I realized you know, I'm going to try – Hard not to be that person anymore. I'm going to try to walk and not look at my phone 
I'm going to I'm I'm taking baby steps. It's baby steps, but I'm going to start making a conscious effort. Although uh, then when I did get upstairs, I emptied out my bag and I found my phone. So then I went right back on it again. But, oh, thank um, God. But I'm saying I you know I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, I mean you really. I mean, do you even read books anymore? Yes. Sometimes. I'm busy a lot, and I haven't been reading enough books. No, I haven't really been That's reading That's something books. that used to be important to you. Like, I feel I know. like this phone has kind of taken over your life. I know. I feel like you're just beating me up. I'm, I'm saying I know I have a problem. I'm saying I know, and I'm trying to oh, work on it. Oh, that's the first step. And then, but you're just telling me, I know. I know. I'm working well, on I'm it. Well, I'm sorry. I just don't really believe you. You're just talking to the person that sees you every day and sees you. Like, And I don't actually see you. I see the tops of your eyelids as you're staring down at your phone while you're pretending to listen to me. What? Exactly. Why don't we play our interview? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, I am working on it. I'm going to make a, make a conscious effort as far as to uh, disconnect. Craig, because we don't want to be in phone. an episode of Black Mirror. Well, that's the thing. I'm, go- I'm going to try. Uh, suggestions in the Unless chat. Unless it's that, says, that, tropo- that one with that uh, magical island, which was the best episode of Black Mirror that's ever existed. That was all right, but it was kind of, dep- it was kind of depressing, but then it was... What was it? In San... Good. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, I can never remember the name of the island. It's a made-up made up name. Or, that's I mean, one it's of not an actual... See, San Jacinta or something like that, or I don't know. something. Yeah, we'd have to look it up. San Junipero. San Junipero. I think that's it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah that yeah. episode was anyway. amazing. Yeah, if you've never seen Black Mirror, it is a great show, but it, it's Watch all about it on a strong day for the most part. Yeah, it's also going to mess up with mess you mess you up for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's go ahead and yeah, we'll take a break and we'll play our interview with Miss Jackie Cation. So I'll say this: the interview started off originally there was a time mix up, and so we called her, and it happened to be right when she was. I kid you not, feeding her iguana. Yes, and she's her like three foot long. Iguana. She's like, can you, can you call me back in like five minutes? I got to feed this iguana. I'm like, all right. So of course we had to ask about the iguana, just the story behind that when we get into the interview. But she's got her album coming out here. Well, it's on Friday actually. On you can pre order it right now, mm-hmm. and you can pick it up. It's called "I Am Not the Hero of This Story." It's Jackie Cation. She is fantastic. And let's go ahead and play that interview right now here on Fun Employment Radio. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. And we are now joined on the phone by the lovely Jackie Cation. She has her album coming out uh, this Friday. I am not the hero of this story. We're going to talk all about it here in a minute. Jackie, hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on satellite delay emotionally. Uh, <laughs> how are you guys doing? How's Portland treating you? It's oh, good. It's good. It's uh, cold and rainy as per usual. So, uh, yeah, it's doing great. Yeah, depressing <laughs> yeah. and full of serial too, killers. But we're so. psyched. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Because it's Los Angeles and rain from the sky, as the prophecy foretold. Oh, yeah, is, you're is, having... uh, It's a delight. Yeah, you're having some uh, some pretty big rain down there right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, which is um, which is what February used to be like in California before the drought 15 years ago. <laughs> wow, that's got to be crazy. So there's been 15 years of drought, and then um, and now we're like we're like people. It's nice. <laughs> it's strange. Strange things are afoot. Um, yeah. Well, okay. I have to ask you a question, just because. Behind the scenes, and we we know this. I'm I'm re- tearing down the fourth wall for everybody listening here. This is the big reveal. <laughs> is, uh, is that um, Jackie? When uh, we were calling her, there was a time mix up, and she was actually in the middle of feeding her iguana, which 
I have to know because I don't know any iguana owners, but I've talked about it on the show recently. I'm like, I kind of want to get 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 a, a new pet, a tropical pet, a tropical sort. pet maybe. What what prompted you though? Because I've always wondered this because I've known a lot of people who own lizards in life. I'm like, where where did you decide to get an iguana? Have you always been a, a you know a lizard fan, or is this a newer wow. thing? It's a hard You're question. I like this story because <laughs> it is a story of not me, Jackie Cation, but of Andy Ashcraft, my loved one, and his entire family. The the they're they're freaking pied pipers of animals. <laughs> um, they they're found animals in their lives. Uh, he's had Tiberius for almost twenty one, twenty two years now. Damn, oh, they live wow. to be. Yeah, they live to be about twenty five. 30, I guess. It was 20 when we first started dating. So he already uh, had the iguana. Says, oh, yeah, he had the iguana. And here's what happened. He worked at Sony PlayStation. He was working on uh, pre-God of War, you guys. Wow. Anyway, Love so um, <laughs> he's working. That's how old the iguana is. Uh, so he's working on God of War, and one of the other game designers comes in and has purchased three baby iguanas. <laughs> well, here's the thing three. about iguanas. They grow to be about three and a half feet long. <laughs> and so this guy is a maroon. Uh, and he <laughs> has just realized that he has purchased 10 feet of iguana. And I mean, did he go like, in and like... Does anyone want an iguana? So one of the other game designers and Andy each took one, and then this guy took them. And, of course, the original guy, the maroon, and the other guy both accidentally, you know, essentially killed their iguanas. Oh, man. Um, yeah, and Andy comes from animal people. He's he's essentially like an animal whisperer, which I think is how he he captured me. <laughs> and uh, come come to my hand like a scared baby bird, for I am a delicate flower. I will shelter and, you. Uh, <laughs> and um, so he's had this iguana, and it's funny. I did an episode of the Dork Forest, my podcast, right? Yep. Um, with a zoo dude, and zoo dude was like. You guys have an iguana? And he had this very sort of snappish, judgmental thing in his voice. He's like, we're going to have to talk about it after the after the show, uh, after we record. And I was like, okay. Oh. Wow, what's, he's like, I got, some, I got some tips, iguana tips. And this was probably three or four years ago. And so we, we finished the show, and uh, he goes, so how old is your iguana? And I said, 16? And he goes, oh, never mind. Everyone kills their iguana in the first year. Uh, and he said, obviously, uh, your husband knows how to deal with an iguana. I don't, iguanas are incredibly low maintenance, except for those first couple of years. Yeah. Really? So I'm like, yes, how often do you... I, but I will say this, is that um, if you're patient, because what Andy did is he said he had this iguana, he had Tiberius when he was little, and he had him in a terrarium, and... Um, he was just running back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in this in this terrarium. And Andy put his hand in the terrarium and just stood stood like that for like twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, until uh, because Tiberius was super shy of him, was not interested in getting involved, right? Did not yeah. be a pet. And then he he did this thing where he just patiently had his hand in the iguana and uh, in, in the terrarium, and Tiberius. In, in, in his running, landed on top of his hand, and then he was like, "Ooh, warmth!" <laughs> and 
And so Andy did that for like a week or two, I guess. And and then it became easier for him to handle Tiberius. Oh, weird. So that kind of bonded them in a way. Yes. Yes. Not like Dragon Riders of Pern. I mean, they, right. they, they don't speak mind to mind. But <laughs> <laughs> they are relatively attached. And uh, Tiberius will climb up and... Uh, and just go, I would like all of my body on all of your body because it is warm and I am cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, because I didn't – I had I no like idea this. they this last... is an awesome iguana story. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this – There you go. This and, ends well. And they and the good news is, is they don't eat like crickets or anything. They eat like calcium-rich greens oh. and tropical fruit. So you don't have to get them a bunch of live things for them to eat. No, you don't have to give them anything live. Uh, when they're very little, I guess they – they they can eat crickets and, and they sometimes do. Andy said Tiberius he would get crickets and Tiberius would just ignore them. So, <laughs> uh, but he uh, so and when you go away for the weekend, you can give them a giant bowl of food and they can eat every two days. Wow! All right. So they're kind of low maintenance. So you are basically the zoo person for our show now, by the way, because you've just informed us of everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll talk to my, my in-home <laughs> animal expert and then get back to you. <laughs> All right. Well, talking to Basilios that we were, we were talking to you about um, that you have coming out this week, which is fantastic. A new album. I am not the hero of this story. Out on Friday. And yeah. I want to say the cover art is incredible. Oh my gosh, I recognized it immediately. I'm like, Greg, it's a little golden book. And, yep. and right, right. It's amazing. It's based on a, on a on a book that I read when I was in fourth grade. I love this like book, third fourth grade called Dan Frontier. And um, right, the artist is this woman, Paige Branson, who uh-huh. has an uh, Agents of Shield podcast called oh. Level Seven Access. Nice. And oh, that's wow. how I met her because she asked me to be on her Agents of Shield podcast, and then. I saw, her, and then she did some fan art for me, which was more, much more comic booky. Uh-huh. And then I asked her to do this sort of golden book thing, and it isn't exactly golden book, but uh, but then the label did a really nice job by putting that golden book spine on it. Yeah, it's uh, the art's really neat. She did a great job. No, it's amazing. I recognized it immediately. I'm like, that is a very clever. That's some clever cover art you have going on there. Oh, thanks, thanks. It's um, it was a group effort. <laughs> well, um, talking about the album too. How long has this one been in the works? Well, you know, I did my last album, which was, and then I also put out a DVD, like a, an hour special, mm-hmm. uh, called um, "This Will Make an Excellent Horcrux." I go for yes. Walton titles. It turns out, <laughs> and, um, the uh, the Horcrux album was three years ago, and so this one was. I guess three years in the making, except for that the first 15 minutes, I recorded it in December, the the week before New Year's of 2016. So six weeks after the world was lit on fire. Yeah. Uh, And so I did 15 minutes of political jokes that I am traditionally have never been a political comic. Mm Mm-hmm. But I am now, yeah, right, because I'm alive. Right. Um, <laughs> you can't avoid it. And um, I'm not saying I'm even very good at it. And these first 15 minutes, feel free to come and see me live and see the new versions of those, because uh, <laughs> those jokes are super new. Oh, but God. the last, so that, that's why the album's an hour, because the 45 minutes that I was going to do, yeah, I just did. But the first 15 minutes I did because I literally I was like. 
we may die. I don't know why, but I need this stuff recorded right. before the world explodes. Like anyone's going to listen to the album if the world has exploded. <laughs> right. But I got an ego, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. And it comes out this, uh, this Friday. On, this uh, Friday. Yep, on Stand Up Records. Stand Up Records. Yep, Stand Up Records. And so it's available for pre-order on iTunes and Amazon right now. And it's only going to be available digitally until the end of the month. I'm, I, I have hard copies in the works, but not yet. But you can get it ahead of time. You can pre-order it, it looks like, right now. Yeah, you can iTunes. pre-order it right now yeah. and, yeah. Um, from iTunes or Amazon, yeah. Fantastic. All right, and you were talking about your podcast, The Dork Forest. So this, you've been doing this for now 11 years. Yes. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is like the infancy. Because we've been doing our podcast for seven years. Seven, yeah. We, and, the, we were up there. But yeah, I know. Is downright impressive. Right, it feels like um, we both get up, got in on the ground floor of something that doesn't make any money. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but we stuck with it. But we still love it. <laughs> I totally love it. It's, yeah. um, it's because the fans that come out of podcasts are just, I mean, they're just different kinds of people, you know, mm-hmm. than regular, they're everything kind of fans, you know. Mm. They're, it's like I, sometimes I'll do, like I'm doing a nerd cruise this week. A nerd cruise. Um, Pleased to be telling us yeah, what a nerd cruise is. Yeah, the Doco nerd cruise. Jonathan Colton nerd cruise down to Mexico. <gasps> nice. Where I'm going to do a live dork forest with John Scalzi, the guy who wrote Red Shirts. Yeah. And oh, wow. um, and then. Oh, that's awesome. Stand you, up. Have you done these cruises before? I've never been on a cruise. I've done okay. conventions. I've done Comic Con-y stuff. You know. Yeah. But never a cruise at all. I've only been on a cruise no. once. I was like 20 years old when I was doing it. I, I mean, it was a lot of fun, but this sounds amazing. The only thing I can think is, so, so how many people are on the cruise? 5,000 people who Holy are all fans of Jonathan Colton. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Oh, my God. Yeah, I am, I'm a huge fan of Jonathan Colton, too. That's That must be awesome to be able to do your podcast and then share the stage with someone you know that hilarious and talented as well. Well, and it's right. And the crazy thing is, is like, this is the fifth year, I think. and um, And so... He invites different artists to probably to bleed off the intensity of his own fans. Yeah, you know? <laughs> where he's like, "Yes, I love you. We, you are loved. Um, I'm going to need to lie down now." But you're on a boat. <laughs> so, There's no escaping. You can't get away on the boat. Like, <laughs> right? A boat is a, is a finite <laughs> uh, vehicle, and which is why I've never wanted to go. But I'm kind of excited about the other guests too. Like, I like Jonathan Colton, but I also love Ed Brubaker, who wrote Captain America and writes this noir comic book stuff. And and Will Wheaton's on it, and oh, John wow. Scalzi, and uh, Gail Simone, who wrote Secret Six, and um, Chelsea Kane, who's from Portland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. She writes true crime stuff, like tr- true crime fiction. And she wrote this amazing arc about Mockingbird that was that was really great, uh, comic book Marvel. Oh. That is yeah. that is exciting. And how many days do you do this? Oh. Sorry, we don't have to talk about uh, this all. But I'm just cruise. fascinated. Here's seven. here's another Portland connection. The double clicks are on it. Oh, oh nice! Okay. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's great. Good for them. So, yeah, it's kind of it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be quite. Um, and 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 then a bunch of other comics. So it's going to be definitely, and and I get to bring Andy. I get to bring my husband, and he's a game designer, and so he's bringing like his two board games that he has prototypes of. <laughs> nice. And uh, he's like, yeah, let's do some playtesting, you guys. Oh, so <laughs> and um, where's the cruise actually yeah. going? 
to Mexico, but not any part of Mexico I've ever wanted to go to. <laughs> um, it's going to, like, the places where I can buy a sombrero Mexico, right? Uh, okay. Like, if I want a cerveza and a set of maracas or whatever, yes. Uh, but if I wanted to see a pyramid, I'm out of luck. Not going um, to be happening. Okay. So, but that, that's fine. Uh, I've never been to anywhere in Mexico, so it'll be, it'll be neat. Wow, that is exciting. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, and, uh, you know, you do so many different things, and that is – that. I'm sorry. I'm still kind of hooked on that. That and uh, iguanas is what I'm taking away from this. <laughs> but also <laughs> the- – Right. Well, that and then I'm doing um, – I'm uh, – I don't know. Did they announce Bridgetown? <gasps> I might be doing Bridgetown. Oh, so, I don't think that they have quite yet. But uh, well, then I might not be. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll just say it's possible. Uh, you guys keep, look around, see yep. if it's happening. Well, we will and have then, to. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to have you in studio if you're. Uh, if perhaps you happen to be at Bridgetown this. If week. that happens, right? I would also love to play helium again, but I seem to be on a three-year rotation oh. anyway. Um, oh. And counting. All right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, uh, Bridgetown and then um, maybe I'm um, doing Spokane. That's what made me think of it. I thought of the Great Northwest, which oh, you nice. are part of. Oh, wait, you yep. are confirmed, doing... Jackie. You are confirmed. Oh, am I? Yes. It's on, it's on there? Oh, good. Yep. So we're just letting yep, you know me. now because you clearly didn't know ahead of time. Uh, Jackie, well, you made not know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for booking me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've actually only announced uh, eight comedians so far, and you're one of the eight that they've announced. Oh, good. And with Lori Kilmartin, because I have another podcast where it's just me and Lori Kilmartin, we're both middle-aged white ladies who do stand-up comedy. And, um, <laughs> She's on and there, too. So we bitch about that. <laughs> yeah, we bitch about stand-up comedy. We're going to do a live one at Bridgetown. Oh, great. So now that I can tell you, yeah. Oh, very cool. Nice. Well, yeah. um the album is out on Friday. You can pre-order now on iTunes or, uh, you know, definitely by Friday, March 3rd. Pick it up. Um, I am not the hero of this story. Jackie's new album. Jackie, you are you are fantastic. And uh, Thank you so much. People can listen to a free track on Paste. You know, Paste Magazine, online magazine. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they, have, um, they have my friendship bit. Oh. Friendship. Are you doing comedy about friendship? Just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for it. It's your uh, pro-friendship. Jackie, Jackie tackles Cation. the hard facts. Pro-friendship. <laughs> uh, take tough a, stance. Take a stand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Yeah, oh, thanks, thank Jackie. You. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely, um, now that we know that we've confirmed you for Bridgetown. Yes, uh, yeah, congratulations. We'll to, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to catch up around then, too. Yeah. All right, well, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There she is, Jackie Kane, or Jackie Cation. Jackie Kane. That's something. That was an <laughs> we were just the talking discussion. about Chelsea Kane, and, then... and now I've just confused them, and they're one person. That's uh, how that's worked out. Okay, Jackie Cation, right here on Fun Employment Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a super secret guest that is joining us right now. Now, there's been speculation online as to who it would be. We've seen, you know, the reports. There I might was a have whole transferred over his theme song, so I still don't have that on my new computer. Reddit yet. about this. I mean, it's it's been, there's lots of speculation, and we're we're here to break it right now. And I'm sure we've got, like, CNN don't tuning Don't say the in. wrong name, Greg. <laughs> it's Keelan Duran. No, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, Mr. Aaron Duran. Keelan Duran, that would be like the smoothest person ever, by that the way. Oh, yeah, that would really be. a really cool sounding name. Hey, yeah. Keelan Duran. Keelan King, though, is still pretty solid. No, it is pretty good. Yeah, Mr. King. As also, is. hello. Hello. Oh, hello. 
Mm. And happy day after your birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Did you have a, a good time celebrating? Uh, I did. Like Saturday night was like the that was the pirate night at the space room. Mm-hmm. It was the new captain's cup. And you looked very wonderful. Your Thank outfit. you. Yes. That's my that's my new outfit. As I no longer work in the galley of for PDXR, I'm no longer the cook. Uh-huh. I felt like I could upgrade my. Uh, Upgrade my wardrobe. Oh, you look oh, that big. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. It was yeah, a good. Yeah, also they they made me president. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's so congratulations. What is, so for anybody who doesn't know what PDXR is, give us some background. Yeah, uh, PDXR is Portland's premier private performance group. Boy, it's a mouthful. Portland's premier pirate. Because I was actually group. trying That's to really explain hard. it to somebody the other day. I'm, the, I'm like, why well, just know what the they I5 are. corridor. That's my favorite slogan that we have. The Corsairs of the I5 corridor. Yeah, that one's my favorite. Wow. Yeah, and. You dress up like pirates. Yeah, we do. Yeah, no, we dress up <laughs> like pirates. Uh, basically, we do. Uh, we come to your event. You can pay us to show up. You pay us more for us to leave. <laughs> um, we'll do like pub raids. But that we'll was also... funnier. Thank you. Uh, I'm running the shtick in my head from we have to describe what yes. the group is like. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we get invited to do a lot of uh, pub raids where we'll do sea sh- like traditional sea shanties that were actually sung during the golden age of sail, which is roughly like mm, seven. Uh, like sixteen fifty to like seventeen ninety. Okay, you know that kind of era. You know, yeah. Assassin's Creed era type that stuff. pirate yep. era. Yeah, yeah. So we'll sing a lot of the you know sea shanties from then. Uh, depending on where we're at, we can do black powder shows. We fire cannons and small arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do fire performance and just kind of general living history. And depending on your group, we can either kind of do the. You know, the kind of Disney Jack Sparrow, you know, drunken Pirates of the Caribbean shtick. Or we can actually ratchet down and do actual real history. Like if we go to a school, yeah, we'll talk about like this is what it was like to be a pirate. They actually had rules and laws and um, pirates had some of the first constitutions. Uh, they had workman's comp. Wow, really? Yeah. You know, when you sign on to a pirate crew, you were actually were guaranteed certain things depending on what body part you lost. Uh, that if you died, they would actually find your next of kin and give you your salary. What you would have been paid out, uh-huh. they find your next of kin and pay it to them. Dang! Wow! I didn't realize that. Yeah, most pirates were not. Um, they were not commandeered. That was what militaries did. Um, huh. They wouldn't just kidnap you and take you. Uh, so a lot of pirates were usually free men and women, um, and they would dress very fam- flamboyantly on shore because you had to sell the life. Mm-hmm. The, the, Which is kind of what you guys still do. Yeah, and regardless, still of what, regardless of what you do on ship, sailing back then sucked. It was hot and miserable and disease-ridden. And, and on a ship, you were walking around like in uh, – there there's historical accounts of like dude just walking around in loincloths, like the bare minimum. <laughs> but when you went on shore, finest clothes, rings, jewelry, the big hat because you had to attract people to literally sign up. Right. And then be like, oh, it's not that good. So if somebody <laughs> hires PDXR, do yeah. they have the option of you being uh, adorned in baubles? Uh, or wearing a loincloth. You always get us as fancy. <laughs> okay. You so you're never... saying you're not offering your loincloth services? No, no, no. Y'all okay. will never never show up in a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hesitate to say never. I was going to say, I've, I've been we around have, We have this a few members before. of the crew that if the gig was appropriate, may actually show up in a loincloth. So I don't ever want to... Look, if money's involved, Yar will never say no. <laughs> we may think long and hard about whether we want to do it, you know, but I mean, uh, you'll pretend you'll like hmm and ha a little bit, and then you'll be like, oh, okay. I don't think we should do this. And then quietly, like, no, we're totally going to do <laughs> we're it. We're totally going to do it. So, so what does president mean as opposed to the captain? Uh, the captain does all of the work, kind of on the public front. Whenever you mm-hmm. see an event, the captain organizes it. Uh, is the point of contact with any representatives at an event. Uh, any issues that come up, the captain deals with that kind of stuff. 
Uh, the captain does a lot of work. The president does almost all the behind-the-scenes work. Okay. The, you know, contacting um, groups or, you know, maintaining communications with places we performed in the past or drafting up contracts, uh, payment agreements, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Did this, did this just happen? <laughs> uh, it's been a couple months now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I do see that you have a... Um, I did. I, I brought things because you had mentioned this, what, like a month ago? You wanted to, like, bring back a special show every once in a I while? I think we want to bring back a special <laughs> show. <laughs> we'll tear the while. bag on because there's a lot of pressure. So for Sarah... Oh, God. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Thank yeah, you. It is a Mickey's. Era. Oh, it yeah. is an ice cold 24-ounce Mickey's. This oh. one I am dreading because oh, I have Oh, my haven't, God, Aaron, please tell me. Please I tell haven't me. touched one of these in, like, four oh. years. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Yes! A uh, four loco. Holy shit. There is a four By loco. By the way, they're stronger now, or this one is at least. Oh, my God. All right, well, let's open these. Wait, they're stronger than they used to be? Well, this one, they used to only be like 12%. This one says 14. Okay, for those of you who uh, listen to, have, have been listening to Fun Employment Radio for a long time. All right, Aaron, you got to open it. You will probably remember the Ugh. Aaron Duran four loco days. <laughs> Where Aaron would show up. Oh, this kind of smells like a jolly. I picked it on purpose. I can smell it from over here. It's, does that say 14%? It does. Oh my Didn't God. there end up having to be a limit at one point of no, how many four to, locos? No, they were illegal. Like they had <clears> no, no. I mean oh, on our show, show. Yeah. Uh, for Aaron. There used to be a time, bef- and this was back when they actually had all their other bullshit ingredients in uh-huh. there that would kill people. <gasps> I used to drink. You know, we used to have, at first it was a two loco limit. It was too loco. That's right. And then yeah. it went down to one. But in my defense, <laughs> hold on. Let me let me see if these are as, quote, wonderful as I remember. They're as memorable as you remember. Oh, my God. Mickey's tastes like I'm drinking Mickey's at 2, 1240 on a Tuesday. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. This one's kind of good. Oh, crap. Oh. Well, and Greg's over there How drinking a feel? sparkly water. Just, well, this, yeah. This, I've got I've to work out of this. This so one I... tastes like an, a green apple Jolly Rancher. So it tastes delicious. Yeah. Oh. They had other, they had like, you know. Wow, they, I can smell it. And I've got a clogged, I'm, I'm all clogged up. I can pungent. smell it, yeah. You got a clogged sniffer I got a clogged sniffer and I can smell it through that. a little bit and you have a sample uh, of wonderfulness. There's a glass in the other room. I could get, I'd have a little sample, um, I suppose. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah. Well, I know when you come back, I have a gift for you since you well, can't drink. <laughs> well, this is how Greg is more responsible. We might be going to the same meeting, but we're sitting down and just having creative things and we're walking there. Is it like a like a tax meeting or a no? It's not. Meeting? No, we had our tax meeting yesterday. We had our fancy taxes. Uh, right, met I mean, with Gilbert from H and R Block. He's awesome. Uh, met with him oh, yesterday. Look at the color; it's magical. Oh my oh. gosh, that does not look yeah, like so I see, should be is, drank. So I'm feeling like shit right now too because Greg and I are going to the same meeting. He's like, "Oh, I have to work," oh. and I'm over here drinking malt liquor. Mm. Yep. <sighs> so much carbonation. Yep. However, going oh, right. damn it, Greg. <laughs> in my defense of the two local, four local limit back in the day, mm-hmm. this doesn't look like a natural color. Well, of I mean, that is just natural. There's I mean, nothing natural in there. This is. Let me see if they'll show me the ingredients. Mm. Uh, premium. It malt looks like beverage. ectoplasm. It does. It ecto, looks like ecto cooler. Yeah. Like oh, a- ecto cooler. Yes. yes. Uh, so is. <laughs> oh my god. So here's what's scary. Here's the ingredients. Premium Ooh. malt beverage, which is questionable. I mean, premium. So, I mean, premium. that means it's fancy. Yeah. Premium by whose standards? <laughs> premium really means they, they let malted barley, like, rot and then skim the alcohol. <laughs> no, it's aging. It's not rotting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, I make beer now. I know the difference now. I'm classy. With artificial flavors. And the only other two flavors they so actually... So, it's just blanket statements. Yeah. Here's what's scary. 
The only two fla- ingredients that were clearly legally required to add was FDC blue number one and FDC blue number five to get green. <sighs> so who knows what their artificial flavors are? Yeah. Yeah, and what colors they are in order to make uh, two blues. I mean, that I wish I could take a the color. I wish I could take a picture yeah. just to show people, but it would never come through on a camera. But the color is actually the exact color of the can for the most yeah. part. Yeah, it yeah, it really is. It's but again, misleading. in my defense of the old four loco, the two four loco limit. Yeah, that was when it took seven hours to record a one hour show. Oh yeah, we took a lot oh, of breaks. We drew, a lot we, of breaks. Yeah, we dragged those out. Like, got uh, twenty minutes out. Time for a break. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Let's that did take a long time. All right. Oh gosh! Here's the other that? gift. I'm just gonna leave it wrapped in the bag now. I think Make you it should. Magical. It looks very classy. So I was listening to the show yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. You've become a basic bro. I know. He's such a. Basic I didn't even realize bro. it. I didn't know. I didn't know. I know. I didn't. I had no idea. I, I literally. I was listening to the test too. Yeah. I I got none of them correct. Exactly. Neither. Not many people do. I have ten pairs of shoes. I have multiple types of t-shirts. Oh, I don't yeah. like Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Greg was I, and I was not making yeah. that list up either. It was specifically no. saying a blue yeah. Gatorade too. Yeah, yeah. I freely admit that I suck at most things that I meet people at. Mm. The only thing I can't be defeated on is Star Trek trivia, and what's the point of that? Oh, there's mm. lots of point to that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, unless you're bringing up Voyager, then I'm screwed. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, Vo- who wants to bring up Voyager? Yeah, nobody's nobody wants to. Yeah. Anyway, to help you come back from your basic your basic bro <laughs> my basicness i'm going to help you uh, rediscover a new wardrobe like as you enter your 40th year okay all I'm right help you this will help you pick up them 23 year old chicks <laughs> all right oh my god open it all right i'm opening it right now there's what is going on here Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> is it is a silk shirt with flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It might be big on you, but this is awesome. Oh, no. Aaron. So last time I wore he that. He likes them big. I remember you wearing that back in like 2003, 2004. <laughs> oh, before that. I think I wore that oh, at the very awesome. first Emerson listener party. So KOTK era. Oh, God, and I wore it as a big overshirt. Oh, my God. I remember. I specifically remember that shirt. Yes. That was only the best from Hot Topic back oh, then. Oh, man. This is so oh, Hot Topic. Greg, we have to get a picture of you. Oh, we'll get a picture. Oh, we'll get a picture. You should do a digital trends with wearing one. <laughs> <laughs> Might be my last one. Greg looks genuinely excited about his flame shirt. Does. This is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can start my new life of not being basic now. That's right. <laughs> I don't want to be basic anymore. Now I need to get my ears pierced. Yeah. Um, let's see. But I don't know what God. music you would listen to anymore, though. Like, what music would you come back? I mean, to? do I go back to do I go back to like Pantera and stuff like that, or I don't know. Like, is it a line between trying to recapture your youth and trying to blend in? Do now? I have to listen like? Well, because like isn't the trying to EDM recapture EDM or something? Little, what is EDM? Like electronic dance music. Wow. Is that what no it way. is? Does that make me basic that I know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does that make me basic? I have no idea. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Mr. Denke says I should listen to Rockabilly. But you have to, like, make a pompadour. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a pompadour? Sure. Oh, you can I should look... just go for that full look. A lot of Hank Williams III, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Belt buckle. Like, I'm yeah, country, but I'm not. But I'm, yeah, more the Rockabilly like side. Yeah, I, don't either, do, I can't do some, that. But you could wear some creepers, and then that way it what would does look that like. Mean? Creepers are the, they're like platform shoes. And you could wear those because those are the style. See, but then I'm betraying my short away. people. I know, but then you could as a short American, I don't think that, that that's something I should really be well, doing. Well, should he have creepers those. or should he have um, like off-color cowboy boots? Oh, like, or like red some beige oh. or red. If you yeah. wore black skinny jeans with that shirt and some red cowboy boots, yeah, there's nothing basic about there's that. No, that is nothing not good something, about it either. <laughs> not something anybody basic would do. Um, 
Yeah, the problem is the skinny Drink some jeans. muscle milk while you're doing it. Oh, okay, yeah, get swole. <laughs> Start using my new lingo. I don't understand. Like, Talk about being woke. Muscle milk is the grossest phrase. Those two words it's should just not muscle be milk? together. Yeah. I, I drank one on accident once. Like, I wasn't paying attention. I had gone out for this really long jog, and I know, like, I like having milk after I jog, actually. I like having milk with pizza. Yeah, okay. That's, that's strange. It's weird. Yeah, but also milk after a jog is weird. <laughs> you also know? eat pizza with a fork. Well, no, the, there's the, because of the, the sugars and the fat are actually good for your muscles after you jog. Oh, well, then I'll start. I mean, I love any excuse to drink yeah. a good glass but of milk. But I thought, like, I saw, oh, muscle milk, and I foolishly, I didn't read the label. <laughs> I just thought that it was, like, regular milk that they added more vitamins for to your or muscles. something. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you wouldn't get all, I was like, I'm going to buy that. And I took a drink, and I was like, oh, God, what is this? And I turned around, and it says, contains no dairy. I'm like, what the f- Fuck. Wait, what? It's muscle milk and has no dairy? I don't dairy? think I've ever actually no. tried it. it has is it no... powdery? I think maybe I've tried it. It tastes like chalky. It wasn't chalky. It was just bad. I think it's primarily soy. Okay. Soy and I do not get along. Yeah. Soy is not that delicious all the time. No. Well, I think the one that we had was when we worked for the Blazers and we would steal uh, all their Gatorade stuff all the time. Oh, I took. we took everything out we of We stole. We, we literally stole lots of Gatorades from them. And they had yeah. that, like... From um, the actual Blazers locker room. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, when we were down there, they have, like, coolers and, like, oh, no. every kind of granola back. bar you, you could ever want. We're like, well, a couple of these granola bars, a couple of these... They had uh, so much gum, too. Oh, my God. They, oh, yeah. They stacks got, of gum. Stacks of gum, stacks of granola bars. Um, yeah, all different Any kinds kind of... Any kind of drink you could like, think of. The, uh, before, during, and after, like, different kinds of Gatorades. They had the uh, energy cubes. Yeah. And yeah. So we'd just kind of be like... Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, somebody... I mean, it's not like we were... Somebody, whatever. I mean, it's not like we were going in there from us. Oh, with grocery bags. But, prove I mean... It. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Paul Allen can't afford... You guys took some gum. Oh, may, Maybe... Maybe a... You know, granola bar ended up in my pocket. <laughs> so, so that's why Sportlandia got canceled. We took <laughs> yes. one too many Gatorade. <laughs> sorry. The GM of the Blazers are looking through the basement like, what the Wait shit? Wait a minute. I counted these Gatorades yesterday. No, because we were actually very cautious about it. Because since they're in the locker room, there aren't cameras in the locker room. So we were, can we get away with this? Again, this is for satirical purposes. We didn't really steal We're just joking. Yeah. We're totally just joking. But, I mean, but, but it was for the organization, though, right? It was. I mean, Were you so not we part were of the work- organization? Thank you, Aaron. Yes. We were working for the organization. Yeah, I was stealing. feeling a bit parched. I was like wasting away to nothing and I needed some sustenance. Technically, yeah, no. we they should have given us that stuff. I think it was Technically, I, they didn't tell us to not take this. They stuff. didn't tell us was, not to. I think it was implied that you could just have it. They let us alone in the locker room. They That's just true. left us Why alone. They leave us alone in, in an there. NBA yeah. locker room. In an NBA locker room. Like Thank God we were trustworthy. One there were I... like so many people. Like there were signed shoes. There were jerseys. Like, yeah, we, we didn't take there. any of that stuff. We just no, took we, the didn't, we didn't even touch any of that <laughs> like stuff. Our... But I mean, like good thing we were trustworthy. But a because... granola bar? You're damn right. I, oh, I'll take... Maybe somebody took a granola bar. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I did that when I worked my previous job, my, the job I got laid off from. In the basement, yeah. the marketing team. You know those really expensive uh, kind the company's called Kind. Those really expensive. Those are really good. Yeah, and the bars they make. That oh are like, yeah, those granola bars. They have bars. like no sugar in it because they're like sweetened with like, fruit all, like juice. Nuts and and, yeah, oh, they're so good. They would give those away all the time at events to get like kids, like college kids, like sign up for us and here's mm-hmm. a bar. <laughs> here's a yeah, cases and cases in the basement. And I would show up. One, I've shown up some to work sometimes. I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry. I forgot to grab something for breakfast. And my boss would just say, just go grab a case of granola downstairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'll go grab a bar. He's like, no, man, just just take a case. Like, no one cares. <laughs> it's all free stuff. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that they're was, saying okay. I, mean, I got like, the radio I got, like, station. three hoodies, a uh, rain jacket, a case of those bars. Oh, yeah. That's like any time. Um, we worked we'll, at 
at CBS because um, they had yes, something with the Sobe. When they had something with Sobe, like for a long time, a lot of them are so just we had tons of them. Shit. No, I mean, and this was just encouraged. It's like, oh yeah, grab yourself a case of Sobe if you want when you walk out the door. By the way, like, all right. Oh, at yeah. that job, we had two cases of street yogurt. Ate it all. Street yogurt's delicious. Wait, Aaron, you ate street yogurt? I did. But I you did. knew where it was from. Did somebody give it to you on the street? Someone gave it to my co, my then coworker, off the oh, street. He was man. literally coming out of Target, and the guy's like, well, "You want a case of this yogurt?" And it was, it's the same brand, same one. Yeah. yeah. See, and he, and street he, yogurt. And he took it's it. the whole thing. And he actually said, "He's All like, right, actually, see, I, mm. wait." He actually said, "He's like, I work for this." He's like, "I got like five coworkers." And the guy's like, "Take two. <laughs> oh, I probably could have gotten you some street yogurt if I, I thought you would have don't appreciated want it. Any street it was yogurt. delicious. Yeah, it was really like, good. I mean, I consider myself like I'm not uh, too much of like a prude, or I'm not like too much of you buy discount food. I do buy discount, but like, oh my like god! Like almost and you're expired. Such a baby about it. I'm so amazed, Greg, that you ate it because you are so food paranoid. Yeah, yeah. He is, he is so I'm whiny about, about it. Like the other day, I was going. Um, I'm paranoid about meat. That's really more what it is. If it's if it's meat, you know, that's you're only near getting expired, right? What's that? You're only weakening your body. Like we're designed to process all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we are. I'll eat other things that are. I mean, close. what do you think exposure to different elements and things like make you a stronger human? I'll eat body. salad that's close to expiring. You like, know, like it's the, starting to brown. Well, no, 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 I'll I'm still not going to say this because you're like, I'm not a steak man. I was going to say the best steaks are left steak out man. to rot for a few days and then Ew, they cook them. No, no, Aaron. They, to rot. Technically, it's rotting when they air dry it and they let it age. That's what it is. The, you're getting the. I don't right want to eat an air dried steak. You probably have. It was probably the best steak you ever had. Oh, my dad makes some pretty good flank steak. I like that stuff. Well, is it rotting? I don't know. If, if you it go was to a rotting. good butcher shop, there will be like meat hanging in the back in a cooler, not like your refrigerator cooler, with like mold and spores growing on it because that is doing a, that is tenderizing and altering oh meat. Oh my god! It's so good for you. It's good for you too. All right. Well, I think that what needs you know to one day you guys are going to get. I'm going to. We're going to have a barbecue. I was going to say uh, that's yeah. what needs to happen. Is this yeah. summer I'm inviting myself over to a barbecue at your house where you can feed to try me expired meats. Meat. Yeah. <laughs> They're not expired meats. <laughs> what do you get for some? What do you think you're meats? drinking? That's They're technically expiring. that's rotten oh, yeah. oats. Sure is oh, delicious rotten oats. Are you drinking your four loco? Yeah, and it's already affecting me. I know. So is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Good thing I'm on a scooter. <laughs> no, you're not. Satirical purposes only. Satirical Good purposes. thing I'm walking home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's delicious ecto. Oh, we were talking about how yesterday. Was, did you want some Mickey's? It's really good. Mm-mm. It's ice cold. You could no. mix it with the apple. Uh-uh. Oh, I bet that'd be really good. Oh, nice. God, that sounds terrible. No. Oh, no, I've mixed Mickey's with cider before, and it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> how can I trust your judgment on anything when you just said that? What would you call really a Mickey's good? and cider? Like a, like a hornet sting? Because you can't, it's not a snake bite. Oh. A horse bite. <laughs> a horse bite? <laughs> Instead of hornet? <laughs> yeah, can I get a horse bite, please? Man, I wonder who your next sponsor is going to be the next bingo night. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we uh, already we know. know. Wait, have we announced it? No. Maybe we should separate them from the horse bite. <laughs> it's not Mickey's, and they won't be serving horse bites. <laughs> it all depends. Who is it going to be? They don't care. Um, it's a brewery. It's a brewery, yeah. yeah. Brewery or cider? Brewery. Brewery, yeah. Uh, so it's, a, it's an ale. An ale company. Well, okay. Um, no, they well they make a lot of things. I don't think they make cider though. No, I don't think I don't think they look. Do. Is it yeah. local? <laughs> yes. They yeah. almost all of them have an incredible sense of humor. If you were to <laughs> complain, like actually, to be honest, okay, this brewery, their team for the cornhole tournament last year, it was like. 
tea bag and the nut boy or something like that. Like, <laughs> it was, it was like something. Okay, something you ridiculous. Drink with their yeah. ale called a whore bite. You're going to be fine with it. Yeah, it's Bridgeport. 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 Yeah, Bridgeport's going to yeah, be the sponsor. They're awesome. Okay, the next Bingo Nights March 23rd. I think they the do team up with Portland Cider Company sometimes. Mm. They might. They might. Yeah. Yeah. They're really nice people. Like, oh, look, cool. the first burp on Mike. Oh God. I'm, We're keeping it classy. Halfway through. Me too. Yeah. We're doing good. Teabag and the Nut Boy is a perfect morning show. So. <laughs> Greg, I, I can't remember what their names were. It was something ridiculous, though. I love yeah, you keep lines. saying Teabag and the Nut Boy. Teabag and the Nut Boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Greg, since I did prepare this, oh. I found some relaxing New Age music to talk oh. a little bit. This isn't basic. Or this is actually, is this pretty basic? This is pretty, if you have to uh, ask basic, if it's yeah. basic, then... I think it's only basic if you're a girl. Okay, so if me listening to it, that's not basic. I don't know what basic bro music is. I don't know. Well, I was trying to Dave make Matthews it band. mystical because well, I looked up. Soft. Incubus, maybe? God. Dave Matthews, that's every basic bro. Dave Matthews from band and Incubus. Mm-hmm. Dave Matthews, and who was the other guy that was always touring around all the time? Um, ben Folds Five? Not Ben Folds Five. Who would you say? Hootie and the Blowfish? N- uh, not Hootie and the Blowfish. Jack Johnson! Oh, Jack Johnson. It was all, yeah, it was all Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson's pretty, bro. Dude, it was all Jack Johnson, OAR, and and fucking Dave Matthews. They would be like, oh, yo, are you going to go to the gorge to see the Dave Matthews band? I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) I'm absolutely not going. (laughs) To be fair, there was an era, there was a time in my life where Dave Matthews band would get me laid almost all the time. Could you sing Crash into I me? I would sing oh, Crash. Crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me it's creepy. Yeah. That was right about like what? 2000? 99? No, it was no, it was earlier than that because I remember I was in the car with my mom when I was in high school. So I think it was 97 or 98 and she okay. heard the lyrics. She heard the crash into me and I come into you and she's like what the fuck is this? <laughs> she was, she okay, no, that makes it, yeah, 98, 97, 90, yeah, no, I would. No, because I remember, because I didn't really think about how I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't catch that before. Yeah. So you wooed the lady. Get some <laughs> beers, you know, and be like, hey, I don't know if you've ever had this before. It's called a Hefeweizen. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a German thing. Oh, really? I was like, yeah, and I was like, no, it's European. <laughs> All right, you guys, what would be your, your drink? Because everyone had their one thing that they would get from the person who would buy alcohol for them when they were underage. Yeah. What was your beer that you would order or your drink, like your specific one? And I will start. My first one that I would always get, I would get a 40 ounce of uh, MGD. That would be my 40 ounce of MGD. A 40 ounce of MGD. That was my drink. That was my go-to whenever we'd find the creepy older guy that would buy us mm. alcohol for our parties. Yeah. That's what I get. That and Malibu rum. I mean... I kind of went through a couple of phases, but I would say the first one, the first thing that I always got was Southern Comfort. Southern Comfort. Damn. I don't know why. It's just that because we, we gave all just our money SoCo to- and Coke kind of thing? Um, no, it's because oh, we yeah, gave all our SoCo. money to Chainsaw. Chainsaw was the guy, that was the guy's name. Oh my God, I forgot his name was Chainsaw. <laughs> that bought the booze in Mammoth Independence. He was the boyfriend, like a, the 20-something-year-old boyfriend of some girl I went to high school with. And uh, <laughs> I never met him, uh, but Danny wouldn't. Oops, spoilers, Danny. Uh, Danny went and met him and gave him the money. And We're then talking he... like 25 years ago, yeah, man. I, I think you're good. <laughs> Dude, don't tell Dan's mom. Um, yeah, and then uh, somehow we ended up with Southern Comfort, and then we decided, well, yeah, we like Southern Comfort now. I think is how it worked, and so that's what we bought every time. And I drank so much of it, like over time, not like I was drinking constantly, but for each party. And I would always throw up because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Eventually, to this day, I cannot stand the smell of Southern Comfort. To this day, you still mm. go for walks, and you're an adult male. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand the smell of Southern Comfort at all. Like, all right. It just makes me want to vomit. Uh, from the chat, we have Suman. He says, a 12-pack of Henry Weinhardt's Any Flavor. 
Uh, Nipples. That says, was that was a uh, Scott Daly also. Oh, Blue, him. Uh, Blue, Scott Daly. His uh, his go to was. Uh, I'm sure I remember. Henry Weinhardt's either Private Reserve or Blue Boar. Oh, yeah, Private Reserve. If you give oh, him, yeah, if you get him a six-pack of Blue Boar, like he's got this glass look in his eye. You know? <laughs> Can you still buy that? Do they still have it around? I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah. uh, I know Courtney, they got bought out and traded a yeah. few times. Uh, Courtney would drink Black Butte Porter because she grew up just outside of Bend. Well, that makes she sense. Said, we that makes beer sense. Snobs. Yeah. For me, it was, um, see, here's the thing. Like, I grew up around homebrewers, so I didn't like cheap beer. Yeah, because even like thirteen or fourteen, like I'm sampling their homebrew. So like when someone gave me a Coors Light, I was like, oh. yeah. Ooh, but I was also a raging drama fag <laughs> in high school, which means I was wine. 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 It was always wine. Oh, and, and boy. If, if, and I was could, it like? Did you drink Ripple or did you drink like like wine wine or did you drink like Boone's Farm? No, no, it was wine wine. But it was like, like a the, fine Merlot. <laughs> yeah, 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 the finest that Gallo came with a gallon because we'd pull together like fifteen bucks and give it to like some redneck who like all right kids, I'll be, does this yep. come with a six pack of Bush beer for me? Yeah, it does. All right, and he we, he would literally just bring out the cheapest red he could find, and it was always the gallon jug of Gallo. Oh, yeah, and it's super sweet. It's like the sweet red. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. But us being like the wanky dram- drama nerds that we were, <laughs> like then we'd go like we'd like find goblets. Oh my god! Yes, you would drink out of a goblet. <laughs> we would go on goblets and we put on like Enigma and have Rocky Horror playing in the background and talk about how our last show was amazing as we would lean back in some parents' lazy oh boy chair. Oh my god! Chair. Please tell me that you smoked clove cigarettes of while you were. Gone. Oh, I still like clove cigarettes. I'll walk by a clove and be like, mm, takes me back. <laughs> In fact, there's a thing. Okay, I can say this. This is fine. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> he, he can say it. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's the four logo talking. Hi, Greg. Um, Jen, uh-huh. Jen will have this. Um, she'll have this lip gloss. Uh, I think the company's called like Tokyo Milk or Post Tobacco or some wanky ass name. It's mm. really Tokyo nice milk. fragrance that she wears. <laughs> Those are very different. Tokyo names. milk Tokyo is milk not. Or oh wait, post Tokyo milk's the company. That sounds like a bad thing. Yeah, Tokyo yeah. milk is the company. I think. <laughs> I and they make. I paid, ex- I paid extra <laughs> to get a Tokyo <laughs> milk. Alright, I'm looking up Tokyo milk. Uh, you don't want that on your Google search history. Just I don't. write in Tokyo milk fragrance. <laughs> I bet you it comes up. <laughs> Tokyo oh, milk. Yeah, it's a perfume. <laughs> That's some kind of weird underground video you can find if you search hard enough. But I think they also made this lip gloss. It was called like, you know, Pose Lament or some bullshit. But it was basically clove fl- cigarette flavored lip gloss. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. And like every time she kissed me and like she knows like when she puts it on. Oh yeah, that shit's expensive. Yeah, it is. Oh, expensive. they sell it at Urban Outfitters. That's right. I think she gets hers from Sephora. Yeah, it's Sephora. It's, it's anyway, like she'll put it on and like she won't tell me and like she'll give me a kiss and I'll be like, Oh, Tokyo milk. <laughs> what are you Maybe doing? Here? Like Tokyo milk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, can I <laughs> Man, I feel movement just thinking of Clove Smith right now. <laughs> can I please read you some of the birthday facts I yes. found about your goddamn You're birthday? You're the one who said, like, Aaron, let's have a drink and show. Let's have a drink. <laughs> well, that was also at the Pirate Festival. <laughs> to be fair, we had all Whoopsie been drinking. Daisy. That was so much you fun. You mean when Greg got picked up? Oh, when I Greg did got get picked, picked up, up, that was the best. Ken's allowed to do that once. Oh, well, Ken's the best. Uh, Ken's the best, but... And if you, you say you no, you're going to end up with coal in your stocking one year. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Yeah, spoilers, he's Santa. Yeah. All right. Can I give you my Sun Signs birthday facts? Yes. Which Sun Signs by Linda Goodman is, of course, the Bible. The Bible of horoscopes. Okay. Greg, do you want some Nikki's? No. I've talked to Linda Goodman before. <gasps> 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so jealous. It was back in my old school Clyde days. Oh, man. Linda Goodman is... Surprising no one, she's out of her mind. <laughs> <laughs> she's a little nutty, but uh, kind of psychic. All right, so if you're born on February 27th, you're kind-hearted and mm. humble, understanding, and compassionate. All of these are true. The zodiac sign for the 27th of February is Pisces. You are affectionate and easygoing. The list of admirable qualities is long. However, Mm. this isn't as magical of music as I wanted it to be. Let's skip ahead. Give me some enigma. There we go. (gasps) That's what I was looking for. Enigma, return to innocence. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to whisper the I line there. Do you were doing it. I was like, "Good for you." I don't Greg. remember it. <laughs> right, I'm pretty sure up. I had an Enigma CD at some point. So, but... <laughs> and if that didn't work, you put in Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, like this one. All right, here we go. <laughs> Satellite. All right. Uh, anyway, okay. However, <laughs> you are affected by your surroundings that could influence your moods. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Mm. This is not necessarily life-threatening, but you should not let your environment control you. It's true. Those born on this day of February 27th should be in control at all times. You are capable, Pisces, oh, God, loud, of dealing with conditions that seem troubling to you. According to your birthday horoscope, your submissive nature concerns <laughs> your friends and family. While you are helpful... When it comes to others, you are inclined to think your problems will magically disappear. Life will pass you by doing so. These are and all painfully true, by the way. <laughs> and the end result will be something less than desirable. Pisceans. You're a Piscean. Ooh, Piscean? Piscean. Need to rethink the ways in which they handle their issues. With the ability to handle your own emotions, you will relieve yourself of a lot of stress and tension. Oh, mm. Pisces people will have the desire to eat their problems away. Yep. It will not work, Pisces. Nope. You put yourself more at risk for other issues yeah, like that you fat. want to deal with. <laughs> I uh, even have Q in my fridge, a little sign that says, do you need to eat that, Mon Capitan? <laughs> um, let's see. Issues with your stomach might uh, might be something that happened. Um, you might be more susceptible to slipping and falling. It's four locos not helping. It is not. <laughs> or is it? Pisceans have a positive outlook on life. You have lots of interests and hobbies. That's very true. That's true. Uh, Keeps you active outside of your professional uh, life. You like to stay active when you are bored and you can become impatient. Your drive to succeed in life is strong and so is your self-confidence when it comes to your skills. Hey. This is pretty Like Star Trek trivia. And cooking. (laughs) You have the ability to be pretty much whatever you desire. Uh, so let's see. I so, desire to be five foot eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Any day now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the gifted Piscean will have a passion and understanding for humanitarian efforts. This is very true as well. Gifted Piscean sounds like a sex move. <laughs> gifted Piscean, give it Tokyo milk the and the gifted Piscean. Piscean. How'd the night go? Well, it was pretty pedestrian until I slipped in the gifted Piscean. <laughs> Ended up with Tokyo milk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Piscean, let's discuss your love life. You have a hard time with limitations being placed on you. Pisces, your passionate, charming, dreamy qualities keep you in touch with your romantic nature. You put put much effort into wooing a person. And when things don't become as planned, you become moody. You look for more realistic. (laughs) What, me, moody? What? (laughs) 
All right. Uh, let me tell you some things about uh, your birthday in history. All right. Okay. Let's see. Uh, in eight, I don't know why this is one of them. In 1803, there was a massive fire in Bombay, in India. Oh. Oh. 1827. <laughs> well, yay me. That How's that awesome? supposed to make you feel better? Uh-huh. Yeah. 1827, New Orleans had its first Mardi Gras celebration. Oh, man. On your birthday. That's pretty cool. I didn't this, this is Fat Tuesday, huh? Yeah, yeah, which I is. totally didn't know. Yeah, uh, let's see. Get the fuck out of downtown tonight, then. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, do not go downtown for amateur hour. Uh, let's see. This music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does this music have to do with it again? Just okay, never mind. So that was a basic question. It's it's whimsical. All Sorry. right, uh, the two fishes are the symbol for your Pisces star sign. Your birth date tarot card is the Hermit. <laughs> this card symbolizes the need to be vigilant in your actions and be careful before trusting others. Yes. Well, let's see. Your favorite numbers, your favorable numbers are number two. This is the number of intuition, diplomacy, feelings, and cooperation. And number nine, All right. it's the number that signifies unconditional giving, helping others selflessly, and being artistic. Right. I like the number nine. Mm-hmm. Two can go fuck itself. Uh, mm. Your colors are mm. turquoise and red. Oh, those are my, two of my favorite colors, too. That makes purple, right? Or it's uh-huh. little, yeah. yeah. Purple's my favorite color. That's perfect, then. Followed by red. Make out like a lavender? No, if it's a bright turquoise, it would be a purple. Like, you're um, wearing purple. Let's see, your lucky days. I'm wearing maroon. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh, are the old just, peepers going? Just be, I, just be wankier there, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing maroon. It's fucking... plum, actually. <laughs> is it really plum? It's I think. No, plum's plum. darker. No, plum's darker. I don't know what color plum is. But isn't right. it maroon? It's not purple. Right, it's like you're couple... wearing a Merlot. Yeah. Cheapest of wines. <laughs> All right, I know because I was in things. drama once. <laughs> lucky days for February 27th birthday. So, Thursdays. And never, Tuesdays. Never get the hang of Thursdays. Thursdays and Tuesdays. Today's a Tuesday. I think you got the hang of Tuesday. And Tuesday your gemstone is aquamarine, and it symbolizes communication, removes fear. I thought it was amethyst. Oh, that's for February. Yeah, no, your birthstone of the day is right. aquamarine. aquamarine. It symbolizes communication, removal of fear, and makes you courageous. Just like Aquaman. You're totally Aquaman. Oh my so the, god, that's the best thing ever. Especially oh the, my god, yeah. With the Jason Momoa. Shaka, I'm like one-tenth of Jason Momoa. Holy shit. Moon yeah. and stars. God, that one video is Moon like... Moon and stars. I drink beer and throw axes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you have eyeballs, you have to understand how beautiful that man is. Yeah, it doesn't. I know dudes that are 100% straight will see Jason Momoa and go like, no, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's... No, it makes mean, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean... That I'd be like like Jason Momoa? You're right. Right. I was just going to say, I mean, I didn't want to bring it up. We both like, have beards. Oh, my God. Is Jason Momoa in here or is that Aaron Duran? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't mean, tell. I you can't tell. Can't tell it's hard all. to It's hard to tell. Yeah. We both wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> you put your pants on one leg at Air. a time. <laughs> you jump in like a fish. Like, <laughs> I don't know if Jason Momoa likes Tokyo Milk, but that's a different story, I think. No, I mean, who doesn't like I know stories. Jason Momoa likes a lot of things. <laughs> oh, yeah? Can't say I'm on mic. Wait, how do you know? Because I have friends that have hung out with him at shows in Australia. Ooh. Mm. I don't know why I just went, mmm. I, I don't know why I added that in there. but Because he had a little bit of Four loco. I had this sip. A sip of the devil's juice. A sip of the loco. Ah! Mm. Drink you of know, the devil's nectar. Four loco is Spanish for... Quattro crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one you could woo somebody up with. Yeah. <laughs> Some Dave Matthews yeah. tell him about Four Loco. <laughs> Quattro crazy, bro. It is. Warning. Quattro crazy sounds like the most basic thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs>
To be fair, that joke I blame uh, sorely on PDXR. For the longest time, we had a ship called the El Tiburon, which we would tell people proudly is Spanish for the Tiburon. <laughs> Shark, by the way. Uh, Sarah good. should know because she's half Spanish. Teacher. I know it's true. I'm a oh half yeah, Spanish I forgot. Teacher. Yeah, well, she got half of that one. So I mean, if I if I don't know something that someone's saying to me in Spanish, it's because that's from my other half. Your doctor half. Yeah, my doctor half. So my or doctor half. Or they're speaking it wrong. Or they're speaking it wrong, or maybe I'm just my doctor half at that point. So I mean, okay. nothing's to blame. One of those, yeah. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron thank you for coming in. This yeah. is so fun. <laughs> Good decision awesome. <laughs> I have the loco glow right now. I can feel it. The loco glow. <laughs> I actually feel the loco glow. <laughs> Quattro crazy. We used Quattro to do this every crazy. week. How do we do this? Yeah. How are no. we? Su- how do we survive? Uh, we were all ten years younger. That was a big plus. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's part of it. God. Oh, cheers, friend. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Unemployed, drinking for loco. Woo! Yeah! Back to the roots. Mm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, Aaron Duran. We'll be back tomorrow for Fun Employment Radio. Watch out for snakes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.